1: Yo, yo yo everybody. Um it's me in the house today and we are talking. It's a Friday today. Um I had my birthday on Monday. You know, birthdays are a weird fucking thing because it's like this unspoken big deal kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it was like it's it's my birthday, it's not really a big deal. And I get that. People some people don't really care that it's their birthday um, and they don't make a big deal or their friends don't care about them and they don't even say happy birthday. Whatever. But then like in reality in the reality of it you're like one year older to death as they as they say or like you just your existence is marked by your birthday. It's literally marked each year the day you were born and then you feel like oh my god what am I doing with my life? What happened to the last something eight years Uh, and then you like wake up and you're like shocked and you're supposed to be happy about it but then you think about all your regrets and all your pain and all your suffering and all the shit that you didn't do or things you didn't say or missed opportunities and then you kind of feel like crap really Um, that's what I think That's my opinion about birthdays. I mean, we didn't do anything crazy. You know, some of my great friends. Shout out to my friends. Um, Robin, Caroline, Eileen, who's been on the show, Nurse Eileen, uh, Gina Savage, Jody Wasserman. uh, Who else else was there? Uh, Sharon Simon. Uh, I'm trying to think of all my friends that were at my little party. We had a pizza party at this like brick oven pizza. It was really nice. Jeff Mano came by and said hi. It was really nice to have your friends come by. Uh, uh. So it was like, well, the girls. We did the girl thing pretty much, which is nice. You know, I don't really see my girl. Angela was in uh, Vineland. Uh, she's gonna be on Monday. She's. She's been very busy, so I have another guest coming on, which I'm not going to announce yet, um, but I'm excited, because I don't really actually know this woman as well, that people think I know her, because she is a comedian, and I just haven't worked with her. Um, I am excited to interview her, talk to her, because I've never actually talked to her in a conversation, which so though you guys think I might have, because we've been on the same shows together. Uh That's really it. So I'm going back to school online for a degree. I don't know if anyone knew this, but um, I've been a speaker for about, I do speaking. I know it's hard to believe I do that. Um, But uh, I've been speaking on eating disorders and recovery and stress. And I do another lecture about stress from binging to burnout to balance, which is actually a more uh, general speech I do and I um, decided that I wanted to further my education so I'm doing a master's then I'm going into a doctorate program I'm doing it online which I know it sounds ridiculous but I'm trying it to see if I even like it you know the master's program to the doctorate to see if I want to uh, even go to school but I haven't been in school for 25 years so I I did pretty okay in school. I don't know how I would do now since I'm kind of a burnout from all the years of uh, continued partying and continued uh, bad sleep habits and medication I've been on. So I'm going to be going to school for psychology, master's in psychology in addiction counseling. Uh, Then that will give me a doctorate candidacy once I finish the master's. And I do want to write a book in the field, hopefully a humorous book in the field of ma uh, addiction counseling and psychology. So that's my goal and um it's i'm I'm going to continue this it's gonna be sort of like a day job sort of thing so where other people might work in an office, which I'm not very good at. Um, I'm going to be going to school on the computer during the day. So that means I'd have to wake up like a human being at some point. And then I would go on the computer and I would, um, basically, you know, just do school. And, um, and then I would do, I could bring my work on the road with me on set So and so I basically I would study where I'd normally be on Instagram taking selfies, which I know you guys love. Now, I get abused for that because I'm way too old to be doing that or doing nonsense or just arguing politically or which I stopped doing, which is totally like talking to the um, the wall. Uh, But I don't want to argue. I don't want to waste time doing that anymore. But what I would normally just do nothing productive, I guess. I'm now trying to be productive. So that's what's going on. So you might be calling me Dr. Pressman or uh, Failed Out Pressman or Beauty School Dropout Pressman by uh, the next couple of years. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm pretty excited about it. It was not a hard process. So if you guys are thinking about going back to school to better your lives or get a degree or whatever, do it, I guess. I I shouldn't say do it because I haven't done it yet, so... That's pretty presumptuous of me to be like, go do it, and I didn't even start the fucking school yet. My first day is December 11th, I believe. Term and it's eight week classes, and it's very interesting classes. It's all about addiction, psychology, uh you know, uh, preventative, me- you know, message, the, 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 the preventative methods in addiction. I'm not going to give you my you know, like my, my curriculum, but it's pretty interesting. Also addiction is something that I think a lot of us personally or, in our you know, our own addictions, people in our lives are addicted to drugs, alcohol. I can name about 50 people. I know in recovery, people that are in denial. Um, and it's something that really could affect someone's life. Obviously, Life or death. It's a life or death disease. Eating disorders are life and death diseases. So, if anybody has uh, any kind of things that they feel are dangerous and addictive, and they have a friend, try to get them to get help. You know, I, I don't know what to say about that. It's just very intense. We know, you know, Artie just went to rehab. I hope he's doing well. And he needed rehab. His nose was bleeding and. He's done a lot of damage, so I hope that he gets sober. I mean, that would be the best thing. I would love to see Artie sober, like forever. You know, that's just, it's hard to beat this shit. It's not easy. Eating disorders, fucking hard to beat. You know, relapses, it's like one little thing. It sent you back to fucking vomiting again, or starving, or overeating to the point where you can't move. So, um, I don't know, just a message here to just get better. Be better. Do better to yourself. I mean, it's not its not addiction or it could be depression or anxiety. Don't hide that shit, you know. You don't want it to escalate to the point where you can't function. You know, if you have friends and family, reach out. Try counseling. It can't hurt. Some people think, oh, I don't want to talk about my problems. You know, fucking talk about the shit. Don't hide it. Don't don't go in a, you know, don't think you're going to beat it like that. People don't beat it. They're in denial. There's a lot of denial going on. Denial is at the worst shit. People think everything's okay and then everyone else realizes it's not. But you're like everything's fine and it's not not fucking fine. You know, you just you've ruined all your relationships with people. You've been a dick. You've been a bad person. You've not shown up that's the worst thing when you don't show up for somebody like emotionally or physically, because like you're too fucked up to show up. That's a problem. You've, you know, you're ruining your relationships. So that's just my little two cents. I'm going to bring our guests there to get there at getting their lunch. So I don't want to bother them. Uh, but I'm going to call them in like two seconds, uh, to do that. So, uh, The Thanksgiving is coming up. The Thanksgiving. I just woke up. I I've been having the worst. My issue is that I think it's going to ruin my life. Is my sleeping habits are so poor. It's not like I don't sleep. Like I'm not a girl that stays up. I just have my own sleeping. uh, My hours. You know, I you can't go to bed at seven in the morning and then wake up and then feel okay and then either way you can sleep the whole day away. And now there's no sun. Or are you gonna? um, I have to blow my nose. Or are you gonna? You know, not get enough sleep, so you can't win. So I bought these um, things, these melatonin valerian things. Not that I'm on, I'm already on tranquilizers, which don't help. So maybe that'll put me to sleep earlier. At least get my brain back into shape to go to sleep, and then maybe I'll actually sleep. You know, I could do that. And I'm, I'm going to try these. If anyone has any suggestions of what they take to sleep that's not narcotic or Benadryl, you know, those Tylenol PM things, I won't take those. Uh, let me know. Let me know. And I will... Cash me outside! How about that? Cash me outside! How about that? I know, this is like, I love doing that voice. I don't know why. My Chinese cash me outside girls. My favorite voice to do it's like the hackiest impression that no one's doing gosh that that's not a nice i mean I, I don't know how a mother could let their daughter just have like another language like not language that's like speak so ridiculously without punching her in the throat till she's 13 years old and the mother's like a terrible mom, but she has, like, a New York accent. So I'm just like, how do you develop these, like, weird intonation voices? Like, these intonation dialects? It's, like, weird. You just start talking like this or something like that. I don't know. It's just people talk weird. You talk weird. What are you talking weird for? I don't know what you're talking weird for. You talk weird and shit. I don't know about that shit. In my neighborhood, they were like, um, uh, how you doing? What's up? Uh, nothing for nothing. Uh, can you get me a bagel? You have a butter. Nothing for nothing. Uh, how your mother? How's your mother doing? Yeah, she's doing good. Good. It's good to hear. Uh, that's how they talk where I live. Like they talk really bad, like that. Like uh, like how I talk, but worse. It's a really weird. And then they never speak normally ever. They don't learn how to talk. And they're like. It's always very. uh What are you doing? How are you doing? How's your mother? How's your father? How's your house? You sold your house. You sold your house. How's the door? Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Seven hundred. Oh, good. Yeah. The the neighbor not for nothing next door to me, next to me in the street, sold her house for like seven hundred thousand dollars. Shit. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's basically our uh, my hood. I grew up in that shit. Um, yeah, Brooklyn's a weird fucking place. Like, I live in real Brooklyn, not, like, Williamsburg. Um, I'm gonna sneeze. Not in Williamsburg or, like, Greenpoint. I live in, like, South. I'm a South Brooklyn person. I'm a South Brooklyn person. I'm gonna start sneezing like a motherfucker. Okay, let me see if our guest is ready. Ready? Let's see if our guest is ready. If not, I'm going to talk more. I got to talk more about that. I have to get my nails done about that. I'm going to get my nails done today at the, the thing. Okay, let's call her. All right, let's go see if she's going to answer. Oh, she's probably eating. She's going to kill me. she's Oh shit! Daisy? Yes, is this our guest?
0: Oh, hi! I uh, Are I'm you... still paying for lunch. Okay. Um, uh, and I'm in, I'm about to get into the elevator. Sure,
1: no problem. I want. I, want, I didn't tell the audience who it was.
0: Oh, okay. Um, but it's
1: um, you're on live on the air. You so you could. Oh
0: my gosh! Hello, hello, audience. It's a, guess who it is,
1: everybody? It's Chrissy Mayer. We tricked oh my you. It's I. Me. I didn't tell them I I, I was t- I didn't say who's I said it's a surprise guest and you can hear her in a few minutes and they get excited like as if there's, wow. a- there's the audience in my head like they're in my head very exciting yeah I pretend that they're clapping you know in my head <laughs> so because um, I it's basically that's the audience It's like I have a live studio audience here
0: <laughs> nice where do you shoot from like where's your
1: in my bedroom so that they're all the stuffed animals are watching us
0: oh, oh so intimate that's nice it's, it's very
1: intimate yeah I used to have an apartment now I don't have my own apartment so I stick I'm in my bedroom on the bed so uh, I get to talk to everybody from my that's live good. from my bedroom <laughs> I mean I never li- literally have to leave my room ever so I just basically do everything from my room Except yeah. Cook,
0: inviting you into a place where only nobody goes. Men have been. <laughs>
1: well, yes, yeah, so the nineteen eighty something when I was in high school. Ah. Now I'm a. Now it's just my. It's just a hoarded up mess of apartments, gone wrong into one room. So you're in the <laughs> elevator now. So she.
0: Chris, I was about. Yeah, I'm about to get into the elevator at work. I was about to go up to uh, my floor. Do
1: you work with Gabby Hoffman?
0: Um no, I uh only I only see her when I go to Compound Media. She's your friend? She is in the, she's not a friend. She is a she, she has a, a studio like right across the hall from Compound Media and she makes like elaborate, you know, like beaded purses and jewelry and stuff and like I would just kind of see her in passing and one time like this was a couple months ago, me and Joanne Nositski, like we somehow got just pulled into her office room (laughs) how like at first we were like wow this is cool we're chatting there's a lot of stuff to look at like I don't know I think we were curious we were like oh what do you what do you do here she just started talking to us like she went from freaking zero to 100 in terms of like talking about her like personal work struggles and (laughs) you know oh Karen's really out to get me like just went real deep real quick wow like so many tangents and we were kind of looking at each other like this is like 25 minutes had passed we were supposed to like we go to Sullivan's
1: right and we can't miss that that's important guys that's important and she just would
0: not stop talking and we we felt bad and then she started giving us free stuff like she started (gasps) you got free stuff like a little exactly i'll have to bring it in and show you sometime a little beaded bag okay and she gave us each a headband like you know an (gasps) elastic headband with like some embroidery on the top we were this was exactly my reaction when she gave it to me but like let me tell you this stuff started almost immediately falling apart and, like, one of this other, like gold, it was this gold, gold cuff with again like some beading on it like definitely these are being made by you know Chinese people little kids, in conditions like, for like Chinese no kids, for sure. four-year-old yeah.
1: Chinese kids, in like us
0: uh, like, China. And these little kids don't wear jewelry. They don't know what to do. So, like, is she, she like her father, father bought her the enough. business? You think
1: the father bought her the business because she was a mental case?
0: That's that's kind of what Aaron Gino seemed to think. Yeah. Okay. That just like All right, I know girls like that. Here. yeah. Here, why like, don't you design things? Which is, I didn't know, like useless things, like
1: things that people don't really need, like not like really great yeah. shirts. You're and, not
0: really hurting anybody.
1: Right. You're not like, you're just giving them accessories. Like I worked in accessories. So I, I like when I was like, when I, first, I, I got this stupid job, for, like $20,000 a year when I was, when I was like 19 and I hated it. I worked for the Chinese people. No, actually Korean. They were, the Korean woman was nice that owned it. But the, 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 the girl that I worked for was a brat. You know, she Why was a salesperson. Not? Anyway, so she, we'd sell the ugly. it's called Vantique. I don't know if they're still around. They might be dead. But um, <laughs> uh, they sold the ugliest. I have some of it. They gave, like, costume jewelry. They would sell, like, Joyce Leslie. Remember that's in Rainbow Shop? Uh, yeah. And then she's like, I got, t- I made 20, 20- you know, I did 20,000 at Rainbow. Like, uh, and she'd, like, we'd, like, she'd jump up and down. And order co- she'd order coffee with, like, skim milk two sweetened loaves and, like, 20 packs Ew. of gum. She was weird. She'd order it up. Like, and this was, like, the 90s. I think it was, like, the early 90s. She was such a retard, this girl.
0: Ew.
1: Anyway, she was gross. So, but I don't
0: trust somebody who takes skim milk in their car.
1: Me neither. It has to be half and half of cream or black or they like can't be friends yeah. with them. Yeah, I agree. She's like, give me a large coffee with skim and then three packs of Wrigley gum. She'd just chew it all day. And she was, she went, to, it was like, the, she, she was weird. And then she didn't own it. She just worked there. But, but I remember, and it was just the ugliest shit. Like no
0: one needs wow. this shit. Yeah, nobody does need it. It's exactly Gabby's thing. Like you look it around, and me, I'm like, wow, shiny things, how exciting. And That's so, what I'm like. I get. I'm gonna.
1: I'm not actually. Then they walk in there by accident, pretending I'm I'm lost, just to see what you
0: should. You should. And then, like, like, see if you can talk to her.
1: Yeah, I want to meet her because I thought she was like I thought you just made her character fun so funny in the character I thought you just made the character up like in your oh, head no. like your conception because you, like you know Aaron yeah. makes conce, you know conceptual yeah. characters I thought you have were you doing
0: <laughs> in hot water
1: oh she's no been I on. I have to go watch it. I have to I have to watch the show yeah oh I thought it was she's you playing her episodes. I thought you were playing her or some other girl was playing her
0: <laughs> I was also <laughs> playing her yeah she's been yeah. on as herself. And then that's what, like, started me doing characters on the show. Like, she went on as her. I was like, this is so funny. Like, this woman is so crazy. What'd she do and on so the show? I, she just went on and uh, mostly just there to, to say, like, how unfunny Gino is. Like, just, <laughs> you Gino, you're not funny. Like, just really in their faces about it. Like, just giving her two cents. And uh, she came in. Um, how does she this, know uh, Gino
1: enough to know he's not funny? He, did he go to, she did, was
0: just I don't know, just hearing him, like hearing his banter. Oh, his on, his, on the show, like oh, his, when his, she went on.
1: That's so funny that she like would bother Gino about his. She unf-
0: came in because it was she, and I think that has kind of a crush on Aaron because, like, when I I looked <laughs> oh, at her episode because she, he's Jewish,
1: like, they're both Jewish. Her,
0: yeah, her body language and the way she was looking at him, like, oh my god, she likes him. And she brought like apples and honey one time. She's like, it's a sweet New Year. You guys have to have apples and honey, and she. Was oh, making everybody eat, eat this stuff.
1: Yeah, apple. Yeah, yeah my, my mother makes me eat that when I have the holiday. <laughs> it's not. It's not bad apples and honey. No. but she probably poisoned the apple for Gino at least.
0: Oh yeah, she's like, ha, ah, Gino, you're not funny. Like she doesn't like his
1: politically incorrect humor because I mean, Aaron's pretty. Right. Oh, because oh, Aaron plays the characters. I guess she, he never saw her in a gorilla costume. She. she it's she, hard she, to
0: figure her out because she's just kind of mentally not really all there. Right. You know, it's nice to get a business. when
1: It's nice to have a business when you're mentally, you know, ill and then your dad <laughs> yeah. decides to give you millions of dollars to
0: Um start Yeah, it's it. pretty sweet. Like, you don't have to really, like, be good at what you do.
1: <laughs> no, you just could, make, you know, take beads and stick them on, you know. You just, well, the same thing you do when you go to a mental institution is what she's doing professionally now. So
0: Yeah, and she's having other people in factories, like, make this stuff. It's not like she's sitting there making any of it.
1: So she she, yeah, have, like she runs her a, design. She's young too. She's not like she's a pretty. She looked young in the right. She's probably just she's not she's like pretty
0: young. She's probably like thirties. You know, yeah, she's not yeah. like yeah.
1: I mean, how many early thirties girls do you know that have you know businesses and rent you know that? No. Wow, that's so it's funny. Amazing. It's amazing. Wow, you do a lot of characters on that show. yeah (laughs) that's when i
0: started that's what started me doing characters i was like oh i could i'm like i kind of look like this gabby chick like i could be her it's just and you know she did this funny dance and you'll see if you watch her episode like she just would dance around the studio and i was like this woman is so funny she does the weirdest things it's easy to impersonate her
1: that must be cool like 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 when you have a job then you have like a like i never had a job where there was a radio place next door to it like you know like
0: yeah
1: like i always had these jobs like there's you know there's a lot three real offices in a fucking financial planning place next to it
0: oh yeah me i never, too. I never had so anything exciting jobs
1: i have ne- never had any exciting i actually worked um i had like a, about probably 500 jobs in my life that i got fired from and um or quit simultaneously but um i used uh, I, too, but maybe I'm, not 500 i'm terrible okay. at jobs um, that's what I'm, i was telling the audience um, that the audience, that I'm going, <laughs> ba- I'm going back to you know I'm going back to online school, <laughs> but I figured nice. that'd be my day job for the next couple of years for psychology because yeah. I did le- I used to do lectures. I I mean I still oh, wow. do I do lectures and well the keynote whatever you call it on eating disorders, body image, and then I did one on uh, stress and like that kind of stuff. So right. um, I figured I might as well become like you know certified in it. <laughs> like and I would like tell people yeah well I, I'd been doing it you know but I'd been doing it like just all personal experience and I was never like really like a doctor or you know I wasn't really I never had a degree in anything I talked about It was just like well I used to do this so I did that and, like I never really talked about you know I never had like the authoritative you know oh, okay. uh, degree so I think that that would help, and I want to. I want to help at, drug addicts too, because I know so many That's of them. Great, yeah. So I. It's like
0: a real meaningful job. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, I need money too, but yeah, <laughs> it is a meaningful job. Yeah. But <laughs> no, but I've had so many jobs I just don't do well in them. You know, because um, mm-hmm. I get you know bored, or the you know, I don't know what happens. Oh yeah. I, I have really bad like ADD. It's gotten it's gotten really bad the last ten years. Really bad. Do so. you
0: take any Adderall?
1: No, I've tried. It doesn't work on me. Nothing. Really, more... I have to tranquilize myself. Yeah, uh huh. I don't take Adderall. There's a
0: few different versions of it. I I should There's
1: I like... I don't want to. My heart beat can beat too much. I have you taken okay. a lot of. I It's not like I can't. Like I'm not like <laughs> like that. I just like my. Yeah, I have to. It's hard for me to focus. But when I do, I'm focused. Does that make sense? But it's hard yes, to get you don't there. Want to speed yourself up too much. Right. I mean, I. It doesn't work. The coffee. Um, I actually have to take tranquilizers to 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 focus it's the only thing that does wow. it yeah I'm like yeah my brain is uh, I think it's burnt out I, I burnt my brain out I,
0: I I think we all have that I mean I have an adderall prescription but I do use it I try not to I try not to take it like all that often because like I I don't know maybe it's my like German dad's voice in my head but I like to think that it's, like, mind over matter. Like, if I I should really be teaching myself to focus instead of just speeding myself up with drugs.
1: Right. No, it doesn't help. Yeah. You have, yeah, you can – yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot of – I had – when I was a kid, I had problems with it, I think. So I never – I just overcompensated for however I did. I don't know how I did it. But now it's, like – now the problem is I can't sleep. I can't get my sleeping patterns back to normal, mm. I'm like the whole like comedian. Now it's terrible with this weather.
0: Do you but take any melatonin? I just, I night? just, I
1: just told the audience I bought it yesterday. I am going to be coming on Sunday on Amazon from Amazon. Also,
0: um, take a magnesium supplement. The one I really like is called natural calm. It I, oh, I move. love that.
1: I have to start taking oh, it. Yeah. yeah. It makes you it poop, but it's move. good.
0: It makes you poop. It's yeah. good for
1: you though. It's, magnesium is one of the things that they give people when they're getting off drugs. And they don't realize how important it is. It stops, like, Oh, wrestles. like, 80% yeah.
0: of people are magnesium deficient.
1: Really? I didn't yeah. know that.
0: And it, imme- I noticed myself, like, it helps my mood immediately. Okay. I like feel more clear, clear-headed. clear um, I can just sort of relax a little better.
1: It actually works better than my actual clonopin. believe it or not. When I take the ba- wow. the Calm, I have to go buy it. That's what I'll order on Amazon next because that's my new hobby is Amazon. I know it's like I got very addicted to it. You know, I just like to look at people's clothing like like this is what I like. So let's say you try a shirt on like you buy you don't the shirt looks great on the model. And then you look at the reviews and the people take the pictures of themselves in the clothing I love to I love, look, that. I love to see what it actually looks like and then like they're like, "Oh, I look good." I'm like, eh, maybe not." But like they think it looks good and then, <laughs> and then and and then they like and then you see the actual material and sometimes it's like real shit or sometimes it's good.
0: Yes.
1: And I that's my new hobby. I do that about 15 hours a day.
0: You're like a I'm a smart consumer.
1: Yeah, or like a obsessive compulsive like <laughs> uh
0: I do the same thing. I just, all of a sudden I go, Oh, I fucking hate all my clothes. And then I'll go on Pinterest and I'll start thinking like, okay, what kind of a look
1: do I want
0: to cultivate? You know, like I don't want to just absently be shopping anymore. Like what exactly do I want to look like? And, and what exact pieces do I need to get? Because most of the time I'm just shopping like I'm not with no real, no real goal in mind. You just yeah.
1: aimlessly shopping around like, like yeah. some people are like I need shoes or some people are like I need like tops or like I don't either. Like I, I, I realized this year I needed tops. Like I, cause I have about 50, I wear like, I know you wear a lot of dresses. I've seen you in pictures. You always have a nice dress. You like to wear dresses. Or a skirt. I like a skirt, yeah, because
0: pants look bad on me.
1: No, you don't. I've seen you in pants. I saw you look great in. Yeah, I saw you in a picture with pants and you look great, yeah. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) I thought you looked really nice in pants. Aw, thanks. I think that, I I, I think what you have to feel comfortable in is, like, I don't feel comfortable in skirts on stage at all. Like, a lot of my friends wear skirts, dresses. I just, I don't feel comfortable for some reason. Maybe it's I'm like old school because I'm like. It's yeah. too feminine for me. I don't know. But I'm feminine chick, but I just feel weird wearing skirts on stage.
0: You have to just wear what you feel comfortable in on stage, especially on stage, because, like, it affects your act.
1: Yeah, totally. And I just, and I, and I've always been, like, a jeans girl on stage. And, like, yeah. you know, I've always just been that way. But I, I, I do like to wear skirts when I have a chance. I just don't have a chance to wear them that much yeah. um, if I go on, like, a date. But I don't really go on those kind of dates, so.
0: I don't really either. (laughs) I'm just like, let me just dress up for the day. And then.
1: Right. Yeah. And then like, if I, if I, like, I don't know what business casual looks like. What does that mean to me? That's like pajamas. You know, I don't know what that means.
0: Business casual is like a black skirt and like a button down top.
1: Like anything black, like a black slacks. Right. That kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's basically like no jeans.
1: Right. So I, I, that I, I have like two, two of those pants. And I hate the way they make my ass they like make my ass look so big, so I feel so self conscious. Yeah. But now big asses are in style. They weren't in style when I was growing up. Now that they, they want everyone wants a big giant fat ass. So I, I don't oh, know. Oh yeah. That was a big that's a new style I think for women is asses.
0: I don't think I'd ever do anything to my ass. I think eventually I would probably get Botox though.
1: I've got that once. I'd like to get it again because 'cause I'm getting old. But I want to get it one more time. Like I, I, liked it. Actually, I did like it. The first few days, did you feel I, like
0: it. Um, I didn't like, like it. Made your face to a mobile.
1: No, well, it made my eyebrows really high, but then oh, nice. it actually made me look a lot less tired. The, where I, I got it done really cheap, and it was like I was really, and but when it settled in, and like it took like, I uh, it took about a month for it to look really good. Like it looked okay. good, it worked, and then it looked like crazy, like a little crazy, you know. I for me, <laughs> but it was I it was it just it made me look like too open, and then and then it settled in and it looked really nice. I only thing else I did was that thing, um, you know, Tracy Carnazzo, right? She uh, yeah, she also did it. I think like a few of us did it. Uh, there was a, or, um, no, no, we did that lower? thing for Harper's, like in two thousand seventeen. Oh. Was it seventeen? Huh. I think it was last year. Last summer there was like a call for under eye circle things. Uh, and we had to go in the picture and then we'd go to Harper's to their studio and they would do these fillers for us. It was all free. And it was like for their article. And it, it was like through, a, I think through, Vicky Cooperman was the contact or somebody was the contact okay. for that. They, they put it in like a casting group. And uh, we she had gone as well. And um, I don't. I don't want to out her circle fillers. I mean, I just it was a thing. It was public. It was public. That's why I'm outing it. <laughs> so it was on in the on, in the magazine on the not the hardcover, the online part, and they put mm-hmm. like three like like they filled my under eye circles tear trough. It's called. And meanwhile, wow. audience is all men. They don't give two shits. But anyway, right. but uh, basically, they did that, and it was like it was a pain in the ass. I I it actually took like a year for it to look good. But I had to keep going wow. back. They put too much in for the shoot on purpose. And then I had to go back and have it, you know, dissolved and back and forth. It was a whole thing.
0: Whoa, really? Yeah, and I had to wear...
1: You know, it actually didn't really look okay for like a year, literally, because it had to settle Jeez. in. I mean, it, did, it didn't It did really work with the color, but it took away the the line. But it was just your like... Eyes. Yeah, but it's just like all the pressure with the needles. It just created like... It didn't really do its job per se. Like it didn't, it, t- it was a pain. It was, it w- I would never have probably done it. Now I'm kind of happy with it, but I would have probably not done it. That's one thing I wouldn't have done, but whatever. I didn't think it was worth the hassle. It wasn't worth the hassle. It was, it was free and some women paid thousands of dollars for that, but it wasn't worth the hassle. Cause it was like a lot of black and blue and it was like, wow. it didn't heal it, and then it would get puffy and I had to get water pills. And I didn't even take the water pills, but she gave me like, wow. yeah, it was like getting, every time it was humid or I ate a little too much salt or I was getting my period or something, it would get like puffy. It was weird. It was like worse. Wow. It was worse. But now it's set, it's kind of settled in. So it, it it's much, now it took you a year, you know, for it to even settle in, but it's fine now. It's whatever. It's whatever. It's whatever. That's it. <laughs> so where are you from originally? So I don't really see everyone thinks that we know each other, but we know each other like through passing <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I know Chrissy, but I've never, I, I think maybe we maybe we've done shows together. You were on In Hot Water, but then you ran out when you played Gabby because you had yeah. to, you had to leave. And then, so I don't know. I have actually never hung out with you like one-on-one. No. So um, this is our first hang. Yeah. It's weird.
0: <laughs> we'll have to have a real hang. You
1: yeah, would we'll definitely soon. have to have a real hang, like very soon. So, um, so I'm from so, Long Island. Okay, what part of Long Island?
0: Um, Rockville Center, which is in Nassau County. Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah, I, I grew up in Brooklyn. My ex husband was from babe- yeah. I'm from real nice. Brooklyn, like deep Brooklyn, Gravesend Brooklyn.
0: Nice.
1: Okay, so you um. You moved here. (laughs) You moved to well. Yes, I am.
0: After college, uh, I went to college in Fairfield, Connecticut. Okay. So, like, right after I graduated, I moved back in with my parents for like five years. I did that too.
1: I wanted to kill myself.
0: Yeah, what kept me sane is like, well, I was going into the city every day to work, and also I was taking improv classes. So I did that for like five years straight, like just
1: oh wow, after
0: class, I did everything at UCB, everything at Magnet one-woman show like really worked on that I thought I was going to be an improv person and then I just like well, you are
1: doing it now I mean you do do well, it.
0: yeah oh for sure and I, but at the time I thought I was this huge failure because I wasn't like leveling up I wasn't like on a herald team at the UCB like I wasn't what's a I herald team
1: of, I don't even know what it's that like is.
0: their um house improv team okay so, see I don't know see I don't
1: know that world I, I I don't know improv like that like I know it. I did I did an improv show for like five years off Broadway but I didn't do it in that way so I didn't know I don't know I didn't know about that it's interesting
0: it's a very cultish like specific type thing like when you're in it you think it's like so big and it's the only thing that matters and people get so like jazzed up about it because that's where you know they pluck people out for snl right it's like ucb and the second city in chicago and then the groundlings in la and they all and they all and and
1: don't they all like give 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 each other parts because i did high maintenance you know that show high maintenance that's on i haven't seen it but oh yeah i had like a small part on that and the whole all the other principals all were friends they all were from the same group and the guy that I, i think the guy who was the uh this the creator and star of it was in an improv i don't know where he was i think it was Mm -hmm. one of those places and they all had little parts
0: oh yeah i mean think about it like if i got a show now like i would cast my friends because you know who's talented who's of course in two seconds in
1: two seconds yeah yeah and they're very yeah so it's but it's also very cultish too right i know you know
0: for sure okay an insular yeah so you did and, that for five uh, years. Did
1: you major in, in like theater or acting in college?
0: No, I was a communications major in college and I did a little bit of like the, um, they had an improv team, like improv club in college. Okay, and so I wasn't a theater kid at all. So I found that group socially like very hard to break into and almost like because I was an athlete in college I was a springboard diver
1: oh really like I didn't a, know that. oh cool
0: yeah it was like a division one school so it was like really serious time commitment and the theater lady was like oh you're a swimmer you know you can't you can't you don't have enough time to do improv like you can't do this really they was they were, like
1: well, they were like that my they were like that my school I hated them it
0: was crazy I was like fuck you I have enough time I just like clearly I'm not dating you know I have all that time <laughs>
1: You could be, you could have diverse interests. You could do, people and people do a lot of things. Like, you don't have to just do yeah. one thing, you know?
0: Yeah. And so I was, I did it for a couple semesters and then I think they stopped, um, casting me because they knew I was an athlete and I was like, wow, this is bonkers. Um, but that was like the first taste of it and I liked it and I was like really good at it. And then when I was, um, like last semester of college, I was interning at Conan when he was still in the city.
1: Oh, Conan O'Brien! Uh, it was late night. Right. Yeah, and
0: I was I got to know the writers, and they were all like improv, and improv. So I was like, okay. And then as soon as I graduated, I signed up for UCB and was like, Did you like UCB? Religiously.
1: Did you like it? Um,
0: I I felt ultimately that I didn't fit in and that I wasn't like one of the girls that was sort of chosen to like be on the team and move on to the next level. And I, and I, you know, I would notice that the girls who were kind of like dating the improv teachers would kind of move on to the next level. And I wasn't dating anybody. And I was like, ah, oh, this really sucks. cuz so I do feel like I am qualified and funny enough to be like moving up the ranks, but I wasn't. Right. So I just, <laughs> I moved on to the magnet theater and I actually found that improv education at the magnet more comprehensive and like better in a way
1: the magnet Um, the the
0: yeah because they taught you more like you're an actor whereas ucb is like you have to learn our specific one specific way to improvise and you you know if you make the moves that we make we good we applaud you but if you make different kinds of moves
1: oh that's weird
0: if if it's a different style then then we like sort of
1: Throw you, you know, you don't, yeah, but a, a lot of people it's, probably don't relate to that style and they probably just don't want to, they don't, yeah,
0: and it's all it is is different artistic choices. It's not like there's a wrong, there's, right, there's like no email.
1: right or wrong choices. If it's funny, it's funny,
0: true, true. It's like if you're following the basic improv rules, like that, it's a there are a lot of moves you can make, but with UCB, it's like you have to, it's hard to explain because it's like such you a to see it. You know, yeah. small group, but the, anybody who's been like studied at UCB, like knows what they're looking for. And it's like, if you're not that, then you kind of have to move on or else you're going to sink hundreds of dollars, you know, with this dream of, you know, getting past for one of their teams. So I just, I moved on to like the different school and I really liked the magnet and, um, and then I did a one woman show at the magnet. And then after I did that, I was like, you know what? I think I could do stand up. Like the idea of doing stand up intimidated the shit out of me. Really?
1: Well, it does. It's very scary. So yeah, it is scary. I
0: was like, what would I do? You know? When you first got on
1: stage, what, 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 when was it? And then how did you feel?
0: I think it was February or March of 2011.
1: I saw it in a March too, but uh, I think in 2002. But I didn't really oh, do wow. that seriously. I didn't. I, and then took. I mean, I I just went to the, some kind of uh, I actually hosted a show. My first show. It was weird. But it, I, you know, I wrote some stuff, and then I started going to open mics after that. But yeah, it's scary. It's like you don't know what the hell you're gonna do. It's like a free it for all. It is scary.
0: And I was not serious. My first, like, I would I didn't really get serious about comedy until like four years ago. So right,
1: it takes a I while think, to really get serious.
0: I think so because you don't even know what you want for a while.
1: You know, sorry, I did it so I can. I did it to make money. It's really weird because I wow. figured out that you can. I had friends who were already comedians and they were working. They were like road guys, and okay. they they were making money. And I was like, oh, I can make money. You know, like mm-hmm. the Jew in me was like, I can make money. So I would produce. I would actually produce a lot of shows, not, not just in the city, but I would actually call up like different venues. And Good like bring like a headliner and like get a budget. So I'd give myself like $300 pay, you know that, whatever I get big wow. budgets and I would Good host a show. And then I would just like right went right on the road and that the comics would like help me with my material like, in the beginning. So I kind of got like that fear out of me uh, nice. right away. And then I would just go back to in the city and do like all these little rooms and spots and open mics and whatever I could do and produce yeah. little, you know, shows like we all have done. So yeah, that's kind of, I did it the opposite way. Like I saw it as a mm-hmm. money making. <laughs> it's so crazy because it's not. It isn't a, a sustainable but money that's great money making that's great thing. That you
0: think that way because like I went only in the last really two years have I even started to think what can I do to make money? Like
1: oh, it's, just, it's a lot of money man, never, if you do it right. Yeah, I mean not yeah. a lot of money. There's money to be making. <laughs> that, that's I don't want to <laughs> give anyone like the, the audience fake. No, this you could false make hope. a right false hope. But if you're decent. If you're a decent comedian, I'm not saying you have to be a great to go on the road. Like it doesn't matter, like, you know. But if you can make people laugh and you have time, you make money. Like that's just yeah. how. I mean, that's. But to be a really good comedian, that's a whole other story. Like that's that's years, and that's you know not you know really real doing spots and doing this and doing everything we're doing that kind of thing. But yeah. uh yeah, I saw it that way, and it's it's a weird because most people are like you don't make money, and that's what how I I mean not that I do you know I, I do make and i if you think that way you, it were you know it i manifested that very young in my career not that i got industry to look at me or anything like that but it did you know help me that way you know and then i had the stern i had the howard stern credit, so that helped a lot with the getting booked so i had done what like
0: What did you do for them
1: i went on i i, I was friends with benji and he, they needed people to do different things at different times, so the last mm-hmm. appearance, I did a few different appearances, I did guest the Porn Star, but I wasn't doing stand-up when I did that. Um, mm-hmm. I was, just, as an actor, I did they hired three actresses in a real porn star, and we had to do our research, and like, you would have been oh, that's great, awesome. that's something you would have been great at, like, you would have been perfect oh, at that. Oh,
0: man, I would love to do that. That's, like, perfect,
1: <laughs> like, that's the kind of, like, improv stuff, you know? Yeah. And getting really detailed about the character, because I came from an acting background, Not you know, not a, you know, which is similar, and like, so, to improv, and so basically, mm-hmm. and then I did the last appearance where I just kind of went on my, as myself. They had a, a drop, a celebrity drop I think that's what happened, and they asked us to come in, and we had this guy that played Doctor Orgasmo, and he like touched our leg, but it wasn't really perverted. And Robin did it, Nicole Bass did it, so it wasn't like you know we had just, the guy had to touch our leg, and then we just they kept me in the studio the whole time, so and it was fun, and I made funny jokes, and and then. You know, that appearance sort of like was like a credit for a really long time. (laughs) And they still use it. I mean, I use it all, you know, you know, it's been funny. So that was like the thing I did back in the day and that helped get me get booked because that was like the beginning of my stand-up and I think then they're like, oh, she was on Stern. No one was on Stern back then. Like, no one did Stern. It was rare to to have anybody have that credit except for you. So that was fun. And, and, And then it just like kept doing, you know, then it just you know, whatever. <laughs> then we just do whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just, then you just have to be funny and people have to want to book you. That's I think that's what happens after that. But it's a hard it's yeah, like Yeah,
0: real easy. You just have to be funny. <laughs>
1: at the end of the day and like have your own voice and don't be a hack. It's like pretty simple. It's like the three rules. Don't be a hack. You know, at least in the city. Don't be a hack. <laughs> you know, or whatever. Right. Try not to be a hack um be
0: be a hack on the road, yeah,
1: if you have to I mean if you know if you have to I mean i've I've not hacked it up on the road too you know it's like it's like I don't even know you know just being I don't even know what a hack is anymore I just don't do other people's material I guess at this point
0: right oh, that's crazy yeah I can't believe that's even a thing that you have to say.
1: I know some people do yeah. other people's material, but like there'll be shows like my friends like like I'll have to do like a synagogue show. Which I don't do mm-hmm. very well. I I used to take a lot of gigs like I didn't really feel right for, you know. Oh, yeah, I
0: mean, we all do
1: right. And like
0: I, so, I did a bar mitzvah once. I was like, I'm not even Jewish. I'm like, I got this. <laughs> right. So
1: your friends are like writing you jokes. Do do this joke. Do that joke. Because they want jokey mm-hmm. jokes sometimes at these places. Oh yeah. So you have to so actually premise. I'm, like, I'm going to do a jokey joke now. You know, I'll do that if I have to. But I don't do it. I you know. So like other than that, I it's hard. To, it's like the, those kinds of things are hard, but. Mm-hmm. I find them harder than any other things. Like I don't enjoy catering anything to anyone. That's what. I oh, really? Like I don't mind doing yeah. like like you know doing a roast or being like obnoxious to the uncle Uncle Charlie or whatever. But I don't want to cater my whole act to to a, a situation. Oh, yeah. I don't. No, I, I don't feel comfortable. Thing. Yeah. I don't. I I don't personally feel comfortable doing that. Some people do. Like, my ex husband loved I, doing that. I, I hated it. He was, was very he good performer? at it. Yeah, he was a comedian. Uh, we met, we're married. We were together 10 years. Wow. Um, we married three of those 10 years and then we got okay. divorced. <laughs> we were together. I think we outgrew each other. You know, like I met him, I was like 30 and we got divorced. I was like 40, you know, like it was like, yeah, sort of like that. I th- He was a little younger. He's about five years younger than me. He was a nice. He's a nice guy. He's very funny. He's in L.A. now. Yeah,
0: but he was very good what at did, like. Do I know him?
1: Tim Homiun. You might know. You might know. Um, I don't. He he had, I know. he's. I think he moved. Well, you might have. I don't know if you know. You probably don't know him. He knows like everybody. He he doesn't know Aaron. He knows Gino very well. He knows. Uh, he knows a lot of our friends. I think.
0: Was it hard to date a comic?
1: Um, Another comic. Well, it was weird. Like we st- it was harder towards the end, but it he was also just a weird guy anyway. So, yeah. um not really. It wasn't hard. To do- that he was a comedian. It was hard that he was lazy.
0: Right. Oh god. <laughs> That's the worst thing I think a man can be is lazy.
1: Yeah, he was like lazy. Like not that I'm not yeah. lazy, but he was like There were t- I mean, he was a good he's a really good guy and he's yeah. not like stereotypical. He's very he was very dedicated to our marriage and all that, but it, we just, we, I think we outgrew each other in a lot of ways oh, yeah, and, uh, he remarried not too long after like a few years after and I, 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 maybe I didn't like being married. I didn't realize it. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: it's okay. Sometimes you, if your heart just tells you, you don't need to like explain it, you know?
1: Yeah. I don't think it, I, have you dated a lot of comedians?
0: <clears throat> um, just one I dated, um, well actually no, I mean I'm. Fucked a bunch
1: of them, but <laughs> we've all uh, fucked a bunch of them.
0: Right? We, I, I was telling um,
1: my—if we put a lineup together, we probably could sell Madison Square Garden of the guys we had sex with. That are, comedians. oh
0: yeah, I, I've <laughs> always wanted to do that. I've wanted to like secretly book a lineup through all, all the like male comics I've had sex with, and just like. At one point during the show, like, let, like, let it sneak out.
1: That's so funny. There was that one time there was a lineup in one of the, I wasn't my show. I was just, I was, you know, they post, you know, people post who's going to be on the show. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I fucked half this lineup. I was like, oh my God. Wow.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Over the last 10 years, like no, five years. I was like, I dated that guy. I dated that. Oh my, I fucked him. I kissed him. I was like, holy shit. This is embarrassing. I was like, I'm not so going luckily, near that like, show.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I've had a boyfriend for four years, so, like, that's oh, really, nice. you know, I've, I've been very much slowed down on my, like, comedian banging. You know, yeah, for the last four years, it's been, <clears throat> I have not been getting those numbers up, which is, I guess, a good thing. That's a good
1: thing. You don't need that comedian cock, because it's just, <laughs> we're, all, we're all sharing the same DNA at this point, I think. Oh, <laughs> my God. That's so funny. you
0: on my work, yeah.
1: So, did you, do you, like, did, I mean, people, like, I, like does does he understand the business that you're?
0: Yeah, I mean he's he actually like works at Compound Media. Do you know Pat Dixon?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Know Pat? Of course I know Pat. You <laughs> dating dated Pat for, now? No,
0: no. We dated. Oh, you for, like, dated him, right? Oh, we dated for like almost three years. Wow. So maybe, he's, like maybe it was two and a half actually.
1: Oh wow, that's so funny. I mean, are you guys I mean, friends a still? Are you are you friends? No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, okay.
0: No, it did not end well. <laughs> uh oh.
1: That's it not. Was messy. It was a messy but divorce, was, a messy breakup. It was
0: very messy, but it's like you know, it's not like it was all messy because of me. So it was like mutually messy. But you run in the same so.
1: circles now more than ever. Kind probably. of, you know,
0: it's like it's funny. I had not run into him in four years until this summer. Wow, Isn't that that's
1: nuts? so that's really that's so bizarre. That's so funny. Not even
0: so much as like a passing on
1: anything. the street. That's weird. Yeah. That that's interesting about New York, Chrissy, because. I was engaged to a guy like from like in the 90s it was a horrible it was like it was like a literally like a Pete Davidson Ariana we got engaged in five months we were done you know it was like one of those things yeah. and um, I've never bumped into him and we have friends on, and I've bumped into people in the city walking through never ever saw him again it's weird how you see people wow. and then some people you never see like you never but it's not even where you work or hang out it's always yeah. it's just the, the universe doesn't let you bump into certain people that's and what it's I and
0: like I want to special shout out to the universe because like I don't th- maybe I wasn't ready to bump into him for four years like I, I had like a lot of anger and like work to do on myself and
1: um, wow
0: yeah it's good I think that stuff all does happen for a reason and then the people you do run into like are supposed to teach you something you're supposed to grow
1: right yeah I mean I, I it's interesting like how people bump into each other and how, how people don't and so now you guys are civil, I'm assuming, because you've. Been the I same. mean, I don't
0: even see him often enough to be civil. Like I, like the, I saw him once in front of Compound Media. It was like over the summer. I was supposed. To, it was right before I was doing the creepy corner. I did podcast. the creepy corner.
1: Shout out to the creepy corner. They're <laughs> our, they're our friends. Oh yeah! Do
0: you have a lot of crossover listeners?
1: Yes, I love them. I love the cross, nice. the, creepy cor- the creepy corner. There might I've been on the show like twice, and I love those guys. we're actually going to do a joint show together in like the next few weeks. We're going to try to Anthony
0: Zenhauser, right? Zenhauser,
1: yeah. Justin, um, Murph, oh, cool. Murph, uh Carmen. Yeah, shout out to yeah, those guys. Funny. I hope I didn't miss anybody, guys. <laughs> it's so funny. So. You bumped it in when you were doing The Creepy Corner. That's so funny.
0: Yeah, and and it was, like, it was fine. It was, like, non-eventful, and um, it didn't really last that long. It was just, like, a couple words, and then I I was like, oh, that was fine. You know, I had built it up in my head, like, oh, my God, whenever I run into him, it's going to be this whole thing, but it really wasn't, so. Right.
1: That's, all right, so that was good that you didn't. So then you, um, now you have a boyfriend. Is he, and he's, like, cool with comedy and shit like that?
0: He's very cool with comedy. He, um... He uh, books and produces shows. I mean, he owns the like Lu- Lucy's Laugh Lounge Oh, room cool! Oh, in that's Le- a- in Pleasantville. Oh,
1: I would love to come up there. Well, I, I was supposed to do. I couldn't do that show that you had the benefit because I was away at City Steam that week. Remember you doing that benefit? Oh, cool! Yeah, that's so cool. But yeah,
0: he's been he's been doing that. Like, um, I mean, he's done shows there for a few years, but I think just in the last. Um, year and a half it's really become like a real serious room and that's um, great you know it takes up like it's like a whole second job for him that's in yeah. Pleasantville right yes
1: my cousins live in Yorktown Heights
0: cool yeah my
1: whole family lives up there it's so funny wow
0: yeah I was just there a couple nights ago we did the comedians of the compound show I guess wow. that was two nights ago we should do female
1: yeah. comedians of the compound show.
0: Ooh, let's do that. That's a good idea. Me, you, Wendy.
1: Yeah, Joanne could host. Maybe Joanne could host it or something. if She wants to come up there. Mm. She doesn't do stand yeah. She 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 was on my live show. She was really funny. I think it'd be a I'll lot of fun. Let's do it. Let's yeah. put it together. Mm-hmm. I think we. I think that's people fun. would come see it. What do you think?
0: I People definitely came out to see. It was me, Gino, and Kevin Brennan. Yeah. Oh, like, wow. And they cool. came out to
1: the live show. And we had a shout-out to a lot of compound people. 90% of my live show, we did Press 1 Hour Live um, at uh, Westside Comedy Club. Shout-out to Gina Savage at the Westside Comedy Club. Um, mm-hmm. We did that a couple of months ago. We had a packed house So of, of similar wow. similar audiences, by the way. And That's some, neat. Yeah, it was really cool. And I, I love the, I love the fans at the, the compound, you know, they're just wonderful. They are
0: the best, it blows my mind how many people, like how many new fans have gotten and how great they are.
1: They are amazing. I love them to death. They've been very supportive of this show. And uh, when I hang out with them, they've helped me, they've given me lots of drinks and <laughs> fun. Yes, and... So many drinks. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, we should do, we should ask Bill, we should do morning together when we do morning uh, if you ever do morning, that would be great. Yeah, because I have to call him to, to to book a day. I just did it this week, but uh, um, yeah, we should all do that. That'd Be fun. We should actually plan that show. I think that show would be or awesome
0: next week. We should do it next week. Yeah, let's call
1: Bill. Yeah, I, I'm around. No, I'm not Monday and Tuesday. I'm doing a. I'm getting paid all this money to do a focus group.
0: <laughs> Ooh.
1: Yeah, it's like really good money. I'm like, I'm not fucking that up. Ooh. I'm really? a fuck. Yeah, like it's like I don't send me
0: deets? Maybe I'll give you deets, deets. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll give you the woman's name. It's like this weird focus group they need me all day. It's like a say like 9 to 5 thing, but it's like Ooh. a lot like a few hundred dollars. I'm like I got to do this shit. I I going back to school motherfucker. I better do this shit. So, yeah. um, yeah, so I'm I'm doing that, but every other day I'm free. I I don't cool. I I used to have I don't really have a day job right now, which is bad. <laughs> I don't I, and I and I, I was on well, the road. i to, send
0: you a a bunch of headhunters, if you're interested in like office stuff,
1: I might do. I want, I might want to do something like a couple of days a week, you know, just to, but I'm not, you know, yeah. I because I'm, I have to move. I've been living with my mother, like, so what happened was, I, I don't, I, I, cause I don't really, like, so my cat died, so this is the whole story. So, so I've snuggled Johan. It's the
0: cat's fault. <laughs>
1: well, it is, but what happened was, um, his leg broke. I don't know, the, some Aww. of the audience people know this, they don't know it. Whatever it's very. He was very famous. Like Snuggles Johan. he has his own Twitter page. He he used to be on Artie's show a lot. Um, the, the, one of some of, Mike Bichetti would call him up on the phone. It was crazy. Anyway, so um, Snuggles broke his leg out of nowhere. I was on the road and my mother. He was watching. My mother was watching him, and he he was running and he just broke his leg. So I didn't basically. He, it was so badly broken out of nowhere. It, it was like it was fractured everywhere and it got cut off. Okay. He was doing... How does
0: a cat break its leg? Isn't it supposed to be landing gently? Exactly.
1: Yeah. It was like things? as if he broke his leg as if someone threw him out of a five-story building. That's how his leg oh my broke. God. It was horrible. So um, when I brought him to the doctor, it was like shattered beyond belief. So, the, you know, they chose amputation, not to upset the audience, but it's very upsetting anyway so we Aww. so he was doing great no he did great he even caught a mouse in my old apartment cause i don't you know with his Aww. cone on he was doing great amazing and then um i'm in my i had this like little office room in my old apartment and um all of a sudden i'm like typing something i don't know what i was doing and then i turned around and, he, and he's like he couldn't get up he was screaming and i was like Aww. oh fuck and I just and I and it, he couldn't he he like screamed he couldn't get up on his leg, his three legs and wow. I was like, so I rushed him to the emergency vet and I thought it was a blood clot which actually would have been better because they could have just given him and it would have been better but it wasn't it was another break when I went to the uh. his, you know his orthopedic surgeon and then they tried to fix it and it just was it just didn't it got infected it was awful it didn't Aww. it didn't heal and he was on fentanyl patches and it was just like you know that was the end of that and. Then, it was devastating and it cost me like, I don't, maybe close to $10,000.
0: Oh my God. Right.
1: Wow. So all my money just went. Like I took every cent I earned and saved and, you know, struggled for, uh, you know, my parents didn't really have the money. My dad had passed away. So anyway, so it was just very, very rough. So I just moved to help. My mother's also 83 and a half. So I moved in with her and yeah. she's, she's good to Aww. me, but I'm, um, I'm, I'm probably going to be moving out in the next month or so. So if anyone has a share that's not too quiet, that's pretty quiet. You know, because uh, I need to study. <laughs> you know, you uh,
0: look, I was I found like all of my apartments. I think on Craigslist.
1: Oh really? I, I'll try Craigslist. Yeah. I I well I you know yeah. I had a room I was renting out my old apartment. I got the creep. I got I got ended up finding people, but through Facebook mess those Facebook groups, which are also creepy. Um, this weird guy comes in I now at some point I was like desperate for a roommate because I, I was scared I was going to get kicked out if I didn't get a roommate so I I had this like separate office room in the front so I'm like I'll take everything out and make it a bedroom which was actually smart and I would make like $800 a month from this stupid little room and um, this guy comes in um, now his ad was normal but then when I looked on Craigslist again late, so he came in and something was weird about him he was, he was like my age but he was like Like he stunk, like he smelled, like he was gross, you know, and he was like smoking. He he was like an alcoholic, you could tell, whatever. But then when I went back online to look at other ads of people that needed rooms, he had like multiple ads on, and one was like,
0: well-endowed
1: bisexual man, and it was his picture. I was like, this guy was just in my house. I was like, but, but the ad he gave was like, you know, computer... Programmer, new to city, looking for like like totally innocent ad, and then like, he had like wow. two two th- things later. Like if you look down, he had like a looking for an arrangement. Like I'm like, no one wants to fuck you anyway. No one's fucking this guy. Gay or straight. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Like wow, it was so he was so nasty, and uh so that was creepy. But then I That's ended very up creepy. then I had a Mexican roommate that came through, and she like literally like left in the middle of the night.
0: Oh geez,
1: <laughs> she had like one duffel bag. Like that's how she she moved in with one duffel bag. Like she was like wow she was like stalking like it. in the movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she was like on the run,
0: just and, like a real Mexican. just yeah. like
1: a, I know, like a real like I was like a reporter, you know. <laughs> and she was she was she, but she she had a security deposit. She just ran out on, so I didn't give a fuck. And then okay. and then I had a girl that was like in maybe getting a divorce, but we ended up becoming friends. And she didn't get a divorce, but she stayed for a month. And then I had a regular like a regular roommate that was like a a flight attendant who was really nice, but I, you know, I saw her, she'd be away for like five days and stuff and then she'd come back and she was fine and we weren't really good friends, but she was really nice. So, yeah. So you, so I have to find a roommate now. I'm, I, I'm actually probably going to do like a, a short term thing. Like I don't really know where I want to live, so I'm not going to commit. I have commitment issues with everything right now. So
0: that's okay. Where do you live now? Brooklyn? In
1: Brook, Like deep Brooklyn, like by LNB, by Coney Island, like that area. Oh, have you I been like around? Have you been? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh,
0: yeah. I was there like the end of the summer.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm there. I mean, I, I spent the entire summer at the beach. Like oh, just, once a best. week, Gina Savage and I would go to the beach and like just have like a good time. Like it was so much oh, fun. Oh, my God. It
0: sounds good. It's
1: really nice. Yeah. I mean, that's what I like about the summer. I love living here. In the winter, I, like I don't want to be here. That's the other thing. It's like also it's like isolating because like the train and it's far. It's like a long yeah. trip. I have to walk far to the train, so that's that's a problem, but, and I don't drive, because I'm, like, I have ADD, and that's really why I can't drive, like, I've tried. Yeah, I don't
0: tri- drive, I don't have a car either.
1: You don't? Know? Do you know how to drive, though? I don't even have a license. Yeah. Like, I couldn't oh. even drive if I had My mother has a car. I can't even drive with her. She's 83. She drives me around, so. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she drives me when I have to go to the train station or something. She'll take me if it's cold, but, you know, it's hard getting spots, because everyone has these big fucking trucks, and then all the you know, these big giant SUV things and there's no room yeah. for this people's little cars anymore. Do you live in the city now? I you- live
0: in Westchester. Oh, nice.
1: Fancy. We're in Westchester.
0: It's, it's uh, in white plains. It's oh, like, I know that Eric. Kind of, yeah. And I feel you on like the living kind of far away thing because like, You know, for the suburbs, it's not far away. But from where I was living before, which was Astoria, which is 30 minutes door to door from my apartment. I live in Astoria, too. That's
1: so funny. Yeah,
0: it's now like an hour and a half. Like then that's how do you do that? Minimal. That's crazy. It's really rough. It's really because you do
1: spots um, a lot at night. I see you doing shows and then you're doing like the compound and you're working in the day. How do you do that?
0: Yeah, I work a full day at my day job and then I'll do spots at night. Like the you know, of course I have like nights off too. And I'll try to like go to the gym or like hang out with my boyfriend. But usually it's like getting home like I don't know eleven twelve one and then and then go doing it again. Just passing out and then going to work, and then I'm and then I'm like, oh, why is my apartment of a, like a, a, such a mess all the time? I'm Like, oh, that's because I'm never home.
1: Now, does your boyfriend drive you around? If you he need
0: to... does drive. Um, oh, good. Like, if I have an someone needs to like, drive. Road... <laughs> yeah, if I have an occasional like road gig, he'll sometimes drive me to that, or or I'll drive his car, or I'll like rent a car. Um, oh,
1: that's so cool. It,
0: it depends. Like, uh, if I'll you know, I'll, I'll rent a car when I do like Uncle Vinny's sometimes because Uncle be, Vinny's. Like, Three four nights in a row, and those are long drives. Do they
1: put you guys. in? Do they put you in the hotel?
0: No, <laughs> no, they, they don't. don't no,
1: why? Me, at
0: least. I think maybe it's because I'm not headlining yet. I'm just like featuring. What theirs. are they? They to
1: to drive? That's so crazy. These bookers like they could afford a hotel, like, even like a like Not it doesn't have to be in this beach, but they could put you somewhere.
0: Really? Unless you just I do... guess we'll have to. Uh, well, it think might about be worth it to do
1: Hotels.com or something like that. It might be worth it.
0: Maybe. Yeah, because it gets to be a lot. Like in the that's dri- a lot. Like two and a half hours, two and a half hours to drive each way. So that's like
1: that's a lot of uh, driving.
0: It's a lot of driving. And I did that recently. Like it was like four days in a row. And how but big is the cl-
1: like- how big is that club? How many people? Are-
0: um, God, I don't know.
1: Because they they could, if they pack it in and it's crowded, they could fucking give you a hotel. Sorry, I
0: don't know. I think it was because I didn't want to miss work, and I'm afraid to take days off. Oh no. So. Well- I, do you, you like where you drive. work?
1: Do you like where you work
0: now? I do like, yeah, I, I think I'm, I have a problem like standing up for myself and I, you know, I, my, I, my boss doesn't like me to be gone when he's here. So like, okay, even when I was sick, he would like give me shit for like, I took a one sick day and it was an issue. Are, we, are you um, kidding like, me? No. What kind of,
1: <laughs> what kind of job are you doing? Are you, are you like oh. I'm an
0: executive assistant?
1: Okay. So he's. <clears throat>
0: Yeah. And he's a Nazi? So he,
1: Was he a Nazi? He, um, sa- he sounds horrible. No,
0: he's just like set in his ways and he's older and he, you know, he's used to having a team of people working for him and he's used to getting what he wants and like, I like need this job so I don't like
1: want to fuck it up you know. I'm
0: also like super duper people pleaser so I will like easily bend over backwards like all the time and then I'm like oh wait I haven't used any vacation days yet like if I do use them it's to like go to a comedy festival or like if I have to yeah
1: well you should use them I mean if you have sick days and you don't feel well you should definitely use it I mean yeah I
0: took a sick day and like he actually he actually emailed me like when I emailed him in the morning say so I was taking a sick day he's like you ha- you should stop going to the clubs at night like cause oh I was- god and I was like I was like wow
1: uh oh! I, I just didn't.
0: Respond.
1: You're gonna have to ease out of that job eventually, Chrissy. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: Hopefully, I'm hoping that I can like, right. Try to make more money. Right. From I mean, comedy.
1: You, I mean, you make a lot of money doing like a rate, like a, I, I, know it's it, you can't compare it. We, see the thing with us, people don't understand. Like, it's mostly a cash business. It is a cat. I mean, unless you're like, a, yeah. But ninety percent of the gigs, I mean, even the good-paying ones have been cash,
0: you know. Right. And um, it'd be one thing if I had somebody to support me, but it's like I can't, I can't risk not having a full-time job, like, you know.
1: Right. No, I, I, it's very hard, yeah. and it's um, and we don't have a union, we don't have health insurance. I mean, there's things about right. it's like, and it's a very, and people just get, and then you get older, and people just get lost. Like, it, oh yeah, it's very sad. I mean, it is sad. It's sad. It, it's like yeah there's like the Jim Gaffigan's and the people with real you know making hundreds of millions of dollars whatever and and even mm-hmm. hundreds of that but there are people that are somewhat successful and you know if they don't have like families or, or you know or someone else in their life it's it's bad like there's it's just it's it's, yeah. it's it's and it's unstable if you don't work you know there's no there's no like sick days we don't get sick days we don't nope. get you know a show could can get canceled um it, you know there goes your money like the, sometimes yeah. sometimes they'll give you a deposit or something sometimes i've had that but like a lot of times it's gone in the garbage yeah. so it, it's not even like being an actor is easier because there's a union and there's you know you, you get a pension at the end of the day if you work enough but as a comedian there's nothing no one's there for us not i no. feel
0: especially bad for the older um like as men I, I just noticed with like male comics as they get older like
1: Oh yeah, male comics
0: in particular are at any age are just notoriously bad at taking care of themselves, and I think that's just like uh, men in general. Uh, that like was my ex. ex- yes, I to-
1: totally yeah. agree. Yep, and there's no, and uh, they
0: just I just find they like you know superficial things that don't matter. Like they don't a lot of them don't know how to dress themselves, but like more importantly, <laughs> like, they don't know how to feed themselves. They don't know how to like you know they don't know when it's time for a haircut. They don't know how to like clean up their room. They don't like a lot of them just like. I don't know or kind of like they're like shit they're like
1: I, they're like cats they're like feral cats they're like cats
0: yeah
1: they don't really know how to yeah they don't they can't really they kind of figure mm-hmm. it out but they're like barely getting by and then as they get older and they don't have and a lot of them don't have relationships and even like the good looking yeah. somewhat successful ones like I don't I'm not gonna say any names but they're people that I know <laughs> for like 20, 20 years, years later <laughs> and I'm like they're you know it's like the it's like like one one wrong move and they're fucking homeless. I mean, really, right. and or
0: like one major um, illness or one major injury or something,
1: right? Or break mental breakdown for that matter. I mean, yeah. it's and I, and I it shock it shocks me. It's scary actually to me a little bit. It scares me a, about it because yeah. it's like you know a lot of them haven't. They never broke into acting, so they don't have the union behind them. Because like at least when you're in like right. acting, SAG, whatever, if you work a little bit, you. Might like get something you know there's nothing for, it's like how do you, people don't even claim their spot money I don't think I mean it's hard but to do. also
0: if that's their choice like if someone's not like for example my dad um, growing up like he was a landscaper like that was always his job and he was I think he got into his 40s his like late 40s and he realized oh shit like I can't be climbing on trees for like much longer I'm like 40 something and like I have three kids to put through college like what am I going to do and he didn't have health insurance right. so he, wow. he like got a job uh, as a teamster, and um,
1: that's great. And he so Maddie. lucky,
0: my dad, because he's a German immigrant. He doesn't have like great social skills. He's like not tech savvy as most baby boomers aren't. Right. Right. And just like, so got such a good job for like what his actual people skills are. But it's like, you don't really, luckily you don't need people skills to like be a teamster. you just have to like report. Oh, teamsters are
1: awesome. They are on all the movie just, sets are fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. You uh-huh. have to just
0: be on time and you have to, and you work ungodly long late and early hours. So he was able, and that's like how the three of us, were put through college. That's so, amazing. Like, but he also made he also realized like yeah I can't this job is not working for me. You know you have to look at your long term and you have to adjust too. You right, know? It's that, like you can't. That's
1: true. That's what I, I mean. That's why I'm going back to school because I can't. I can't take a chance yeah. of you know uh, you know I, I'm, not, I'm I'm not giving up my career. Like I don't want to give up what I'm doing. You know, performing wise, whatever that might be at the yeah. time. But I don't want to end up like that's one of the things. I was thinking about it. like I don't want to end up in a situation where I don't have a stability because if I don't feel well let's say I don't feel like it's hard to go on the road like
0: yeah you know
1: I've been on the road for, t- for the last whatever since the tooth early turn of the century <laughs> <laughs> the the, <aughts. laughs> the, so the turn of the century I've been you know I've been trying you know, I've been doing these <laughs> gigs and you know all that bullshit like that. And mm-hmm. I don't even go on the road half as much like I actually went on the road a lot more in the beginning to make my money but it wasn't it wasn't you know these and some of these gigs are terrible I wouldn't wish them on anybody yeah. I wouldn't I didn't enjoy them it, if anything's going to make you want to quit I didn't make a lot of money and then you know there are times when shows just get canceled I mean sometimes they'll give you money but sometimes not but there's no I don't, you know, like the, the taxes situation. I don't want to get into that. Uh, like, there's no, like, it's basically he, yeah. he has, you know, hundred dollars. He has five hundred, whatever it is. It's cash or a personal check. So that's your, you know, option to, to, to claim or not. Um, but there's no like social security in that or unemployment. And so it's right. scary. It's really fucking scary. And and like that's what that's 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 the thing. Like I don't want to end up like in a situation where I can't take care of myself.
0: Yeah, I've, that's why I've always had a job. Like I, I don't know who if it's my mom or dad's like influence. Probably my dad's, but just like I do not want to be somebody else's financial burden. Like I have too much pride.
1: No, it's you're, like, I agree with you. It's 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 a problem. And there are lot, a, lot, a lot of men. Like what's going to happen to a lot of these guys that we've worked with over the? You know, they're yeah. not they're, they're 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 not unsuccessful, but there's no. You know, unless they have like a, a trust fund or something, that, right. you know, there's no it's it's going to be scary. <laughs> I think
0: it's kind of there is uh, like it's interesting because in a lot of ways, it's more, more glamorous to be a male comic. Right. Because you probably you get laid a lot more just off being a funny guy. Right. We can't get laid and we woman. get laid. We're a
1: whore. Like if we, fuck, right. well, if we fuck the same way the guys fuck. We'd be a whore.
0: Yeah. But I feel like when it comes to guy comics, you either have to definitely make it and get famous and that's how you get enough money to live. And have like commercials like, and like it, beyond yeah. fame. Yeah. You, it, like you really that's the only option. It's like you really have to be good at this and make it because if you don't like what are you going to find a woman who makes more than you to take care of you? Like, and, like I don't <laughs> know what kind of woman is going to be down for that? At least when you're a there girl are women like that. You can always marry up like you can always marry rich. You can always like well, this doesn't really work out and you can just kind of be like a typical chick. Do you know what I mean? Like right. the guy, it's like, you kind of, you kind of have to really make it because like, if you don't have a day job to like, bully, or
1: fallback you know? career, like, yeah. you know, you're not gonna. Right. And then like these, like, it's very rare. Like you mean, like there's some, but like, like for that, like, or like have like real careers and are really successful. Have, like, I mean, other than comedy, like, like a lawyer mm-hmm. that's a, like a, like an A-lister. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, Greg Giraldo's recipe, he he was a lawyer, but he didn't practice. You know, Dan Adam, I think, is a lawyer. What? He doesn't practice. Like, there's a lot of people that pr- don't practice. They, they probably couldn't even start now. I mean, it would <laughs> be a whole thing. But, but no, it's true. I never thought, you know, it's, it's true. I never thought about that because you have to – it's kind of like, you know, live or die situation for the men. It
0: is. I think it really is harder for guys.
1: But I relate better to – like, the thing is when I, I've dated – it seems like I relate better to the comic male because when I date people that aren't, they're very removed from the business. So I'm, not so, I'm not saying someone yeah. who's like, like your boyfriend work does clubs and he understands, but like he
0: uh, understands it. Yeah, yeah, he's in the
1: other end. He's he's in the business, only he's not on the stage, right? Like he's in the, right. You know, I've dated like an agent who kind of gets it. He's just annoyed, you know, and that was like a, I did, yeah. uh, but that I dated like like guys that like do like non anything to do with us you right. know and they like they don't really get it at all like they, they're called civilians civilian, <laughs> right whatever you call them
0: <laughs> they don't
1: get get it at all and it's kind of creepy you know it's like it is creepy and I'm like well wh- what am I going to do you know there's nothing to do about it
0: right And like for as much as like every relationship has problems right but like at least my boyfriend doesn't like expect me to like you know have dinner on the table at seven or like even be home at seven you know like really he, he's like very cool and understanding like he knows yeah he's like I mean this week I'm out every single night doing shows and and I'm working the whole, whole weekend because of my day job like oh I wow probably, I won't I, I spend maybe a, like an hour or less with him a night before we fall asleep and like that's gonna be like that the whole week
1: oh my god yeah that's crazy that's a lot are, of work you don't get t- a lot
0: of weeks like that yeah
1: yeah there's a lot of weeks like that where it's just crazy non-stop you have to sort of balance find balance too you have to also enjoy yourself too. you know be able to relax and stuff and have a nice vacation or something
0: oh god yeah i haven't vacation, had a
1: vacation okay. in years
0: i haven't had a vacation in like yeah four years or something like a real like away for a week kind of a thing like a different country or something
1: yeah i actually um i think i was looking at going to england there was a special packet it was only like i was i did like a. I went on price line for the whole for like 10 days i it was like mm-hmm. I think I put ten days, whatever. I just put random, like in the middle of winter, because I figured that like mm-hmm. no one's going to England in the winter. It was like only seven hundred and fifty dollars. What? Yeah, I think I might do that, like Is that with a flight. Yeah, with the flight, everything. It's like a Hilton hotel, like what in Kensington. Yeah, I went on. I was like, That's I think amazing. I'm like I might go to England for a week because I That's really, really I haven't been there in years, and I love England so. But then you need money for spending. But like you know, I guess I could you know i don't know how the price the the difference is that the exchange rate but i might be doing that maybe in a couple and that then fun. Ch- and then checking out there's like shows and people you know if i could book two shows i make you know that pays my food you know yeah
0: why don't try to get some like work out there that way
1: yeah it's work. i could like pay it you know like yeah. right in london like i just figured yeah like if i made like a and they pay there they, they pay well i heard like in certain places wow like not like, I've like? ever got like, <laughs> like they actually it's decent it's like you know so if i get like a spot somewhere you know i can talk yeah, to because somebody because
0: their like, play i think the problem here is like most i think well most bar shows they're not like we're not given a budget you know so no
1: it's like either you get it's just
0: there's no people aren't giving isn't, aren't giving money to perform and in the clubs like that's a different thing you know
1: right they're i mean of, yeah it's all like it's different. i think people you know, they make petty cash, or you know, even spots. That, you know, except for a few yeah. places, don't pay very well. So
0: I think th- the clubs know that they there's a certain rate that they can get comedians to do it for, and that's kind of like what everyone's settled into.
1: Right. Uh, oh, that, that this that's been going on for years. They, they're trying to get yeah. it to go, and certain clubs don't pay higher. So oh, that's a whole other. That's a whole yeah, other. True. Ball game. This has been so much fun. We've been on an hour and sixteen minutes for the hour. But what? I yeah, we could so probably well. do a three hour press. But now, I hope you could come back, Chrissy. I mean, I'm trying. Sure. to, I want to do a. I'm trying to get my. I, I I used to have where people actually came into my house, you know, my house. Right, but or I, I the equipment's too hard to drag. But I'm getting a studio. Uh, there's a rental that I might be using, um, or a type of rental place that ha- it's like in Midtown. So you'll have to come there. But we'll we'll do this again. Uh, nice I'm so do you have any plug your stuff girl
0: oh okay let's see what's going
1: on uh, and, and text me um, mm-hmm. when we get off just text me all your like your website all that stuff and your Twitter yeah title. let's
0: yeah. see well um, comedy at Stonewall is every first Saturday of the month at the Stonewall and the next one's December 1st
1: I'm away uh, that we do have if you have one if you have one after that I, that'd be great oh this, I can't do can I do January is New Year's that's, that's probably not
0: yeah I can, I'll send you a few dates yeah yeah just tell me whichever works Sure. Um, so that is that's fun. Up. What else? I think the oh the weekend after Thanksgiving I'll be at Bananas Comedy Club. Bananas. I think, I think that's in Jersey somewhere. Yeah. Cool. And yeah, and just check my website chrissymayr com for dates and like follow me on all the in- Twitter, the Instagram, things, the Instas, uh, and yeah, the Twitters. At Chrissy C H R I S S I E M A Y R.
1: Okay. Thank you. This has been so Yay. much fun. Um, thank you, Chrissy, so much for coming on tonight, today on the Pressman Hour. <laughs> Thanks for
0: having me. Where can I like, is, can I? Oh, yeah. Radio this, Misfits. Like, later on.
1: Shout. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I send it to, uh, to Radio Misfits. Shout out to my Radio Misfits, Ed, over there. And then they'll, they'll I'll just tell him, he'll put it on probably some, maybe today or whenever he has a chance. He, he'll put it on. He puts it on pretty soon. So nice. I didn't get one out this week. So this is my first one this week. And I we usually do it on Monday or Tuesday, but my co-host to Angela, she's been um, busy doing a lot of stuff. So um, we usually record Mondays or Tuesdays. We try to get out by Wednesdays, but we've been just randomly getting it out once a week somehow. But um, I try yeah. to do at least once a week. i like to bring it up to twice a week. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it's just hard. You know, I had my birthday. Your birthday? I think your birthday and my birthday are like two days apart. What day? What day is your birthday?
0: Oh, birth- yeah. My, i'm the 11th i'm
1: the 12th happy oh, birthday goodness. scorpio, scorpio
0: sister yeah
1: yeah i knew i saw your i wasn't sure it was like the 10th or the 11th but my cousin's the 11th of my, my as well and yours wow. did, you have a, did you have a good birthday
0: it was it was great i was like you know what i don't know I, I think i'm just i'm starting to take charge of more things in my life like not just hoping and wishing the things i want will come to me i'm actually like no like planning you know a little better okay so I when i took i took myself to a really nice massage i mean a really Ooh. nice facial at the red door spa um in the westchester mall nice that was really nice i hadn't had one in a year so it, it was like an excavation event okay so, like really there was a lot of um things to nice. get out <laughs> i haven't and had then... a facial in a
1: long time i'm, I'm jealous <gasps> yeah. it
0: was nice it was really nice, um, and then yeah, I went out with uh, my boyfriend's family for lunch, nice. and that was really nice. And then we went, out, we went and saw Bohemian Rhapsody at night. That was a good movie. I oh mean, like, nice! Eh.
1: I want to I want to see it. I want to. Did you see a star I have my
0: critique of it, but I, eh. I think it's worth seeing. Do you yeah.
1: see A Star Is Born yet? No, no.
0: I want to see that though. Uh,
1: well, if you want to see it, I have um a movie. I got a movie pass from my, oh, my God. Uh, whatever. Like I don't like get the gift certificate from a friend. Uh, yeah. one of my friends. And I don't know how much is on it, but I'll take you to the movies if you want to go with me.
0: That would be amazing. I would love to oh, see cool. it. Oh, cool. All right.
1: You and I are doing a date, a girl date. So date. just let's get a date together. Yay. Yay.
0: Thanks for having me, Stacey. Thank you so much,
1: Chrissy. Happy birthday. And <laughs> you too. I'm hanging up so I can put the song on. But uh, okay. thank you so much Chrissy, to Chrissy <laughs> Mayer. And uh, we are going to exit the press for an hour now. And um, <laughs> this is so much fun. Um, thank you guys. This is an hour and 21 minutes. Angela will be back, uh, next week. Uh, sometime we'll probably have two episodes popping up close. Uh, that was a great, um, uh, time. So I'm going to get my song on guys. Thank you for listening. I'm going to get a Patreon. I always say I'm getting the Patreon page up. It will be up soon. Um, um, I'll try to do it this weekend. It's just hard. I'm just C-A-D-D. But uh, I got all my school stuff in so I can work on the Patreon page. And school starting December 11th. Not that you care. I don't know why anyone cares. Like, I'm not not going anywhere. I'm just going to be doing studying. But I'll probably be talking about what I'm learning. So, maybe I won't. Anyway, thank you, Chrissy Mayer. Go follow her on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, whatever. Uh, Fine, people are showing themselves. So, Chrissy Mayer, thank you so much for being our guest, and here is the music.